Hi, this is Nicole. I'm Megan. This is Mothman as our friend. Today I'm just doing uh, quote-unquote true Missing 411 stories. And to recap, if you guys aren't familiar with uh, Missing 411, we, I did a episode a long time ago, but basically people come, it's not funny, people go missing in national parks, and I think people are probably just getting hurt or like whatever, or like maybe there is a person, but there's also animals. Um, but anyway, uh, I forgot his name. It's bad. The missing 411 man. He has come up. He was a retired police officer and he's uh, dedicated his life to, um, oh no, my computer froze. Oh no. <laughs> the missing 411. Oh my gosh. One second. Oh my gosh. I will say I went on a trip recently um we went to colorado and went to a bunch of parks and i feel like that was a fear in the back of my mind i was like oh, oh my no. god i think we are missing 411 it is scary and uh uh the first time i heard about it was josh's uncle had told me about it and he's really into conspiracy theories and i was like fully on board with like yeah that's definitely what's happening <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just an explanation sort of of what like what's happening at uh parks and it's it's prop something spooky. It could be fairies, it could be aliens, it could be uh oh his name is David Polides, that's his name, that started the whole um thing. Anyway. Uh so there is a missing four one one um <clears throat> Reddit where people can tell their true missing 411 stories. So I'm just going to read a few because I think they're kind of interesting. Um, so uh, this one person said, I don't know to this day what exactly I saw camping in land between the lakes in Western Kentucky. Do you know where that is? Uh, land between the lakes. Yeah. I, I've seen it. I couldn't like point it to you in a map, but. I. I've definitely passed it before. Um, oh gosh, why is my internet so slow? I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, says I don't even, if it applies to anything on the site. I just know that I found a place that perhaps I could perhaps share my experience of the weekend. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. This happened over two decades ago. Uh, my dad hunted mainly bow hunting in there regularly, and while I had never hunted, I loved cap camping in the woods we never used any formal campsite back then and we used to drive along the trace towards onto normal side roads and near a creek bed uh we had our usual campsite we pulled the car up to the road set up a tent and tarp um and dad did his thing while i did mine typically if i went with him that meant that he would trek off to the stand and be gone most of the day while he was off i would hike a bit uh, really read or just relax. For me, it was just a place to get away from it all, get lost in the nature, and read a good sci-fi book. This time, this early morning, he left for a quick breakfast. Um, this guy is sorry. I'm I'm reading because he's just adding a lot of um, information, like the chill <laughs> down in the air. So I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he was whittling. He went out for an early hike. Uh, I had a, he had a compass if he needed it. He's just talking about how much he loves nature. I read this a long time ago. Now I'm realizing there's a lot of 
Um, let's see. Uh, he heard a louder, heavy-like sound that he had never heard before. Like it was trees breaking. He felt fear coming over him. Let's see. I would also feel fear coming over me if I was hiking and just heard a ton of trees snapping quickly. He said uh, somehow. Oh, okay, let's see. Oh, gosh. He was about to head back until he saw in the distance near the last tree a, a, a slim figure. I couldn't make her out. Somehow I felt it was her and she was up near the ridge and I felt compelled to, her, to look at her. And I did. I know it sounds crazy and I'm typing it now, but I still do. But I rationalized it as if I wonder if she heard that, too, meaning the trees snapping. Perhaps she saw what it was. So I walked towards her and she slid away, staying just barely visible among the tree. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the sky just started uh, to lighten up that transition from dawn to morning. Um, she moved what appeared to be normally, but from the distance, she seemed to be unnatural. I'm tall, over six feet tall, and my strides cover half the distance hers did, But she, and she seemed normal sized. I don't know what normal size means to that person. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, but... Uh, he he couldn't tell what like she looked like. She seemed featureless, um, and she kept disappearing and reappearing among the trees. So he kept losing track of her. Um, I don't know why I followed her, but I did down a hill through some fog until I neared the clearing. I lost sight of her as I neared, and things got darker, like when the sun crawls behind a dense cloud. Except that there were none that I could see. Um, then he said that it smelled really bad. And he kept trying to find her throughout the forest, uh, and he couldn't find her. Uh, I desperately wanted to find her, and this scent alarm bells through me. I've been there. Oh, let's see. So he said that it smelled like. Trying to see. He's saying that he's used to the smell of decay. Why? Um, okay, so he finally gets close to her, and he clarifies that she wasn't giant or hairy or alien gray. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Why would you follow her? Okay, also, this is going to get me canceled with the men, but, like, don't follow girls like that, okay? You know, even if she's, like, a featuredless forest lady, yeah, just leave her alone. Don't follow girls. Stop it. No. Absolutely not. Um, so she looked normal, indistinct, unrememberable, except for a smile. When she smiled, I ran. I have been scared before, with, uh, but this terrified me. I was crying and terrified. I had no idea why I should be. Good. I stopped. <laughs> Honestly, I'm on the other thing side right now. <laughs> Whatever it is. The Stop lady following her. Um. Halfway back and everything was brighter despite my terror. I still wanted to turn back. So he wanted to follow her again for some reason. Um, I did look back and though she was just a shape again, she was there closer, uh, freezing as I spotted her. And then she smiled again. And then he ran all the way back to his tent. And when he got in, he cried, shaking in terror uh, and that I could not understand. I stayed in my tent until my dad came and I didn't tell him about it. But the terror had faded away. And while I couldn't explain it, I knew something horrible was going to ha- would have happened if I had gone in the dark clearing. Um, 
so he convinced himself that he, he had imagined it. But then he kept seeing at night two reddish lights moving in the distance. Um, he felt it was her from earlier that was watching him. Um, and he tried to wake up his dad, but his dad wasn't waking up for some reason. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I'd be like, no, no, no. I'm not going to be a part of this. I'm asleep. And then his dad said, why are you so upset? And I told him what had happened. And he gave me a sideways glance and said, are you okay? <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, after much pressuring, we left. And while I barely held it together, I ran to my room and I cried. Not because I had embarrassed myself, but because of relief. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification, man. <laughs> I'm not on this guy's side, I don't think. Me um, I knew for a fact had I reached, not reached my dad, had not shook him, that I would have wandered off in the dark, like I just wandered off in the morning to following her. She wanted me in the clearings, which felt wrong, and uh, I wondered many, many nights what would have happened. Um, and just if he's just saying that he's never been to the woods ever again after that. He was the one. He is like trying to blame her for him following her. Hey guy, leave her alone. Um, so this is another one. This happened in early November 2016. I was moving from Philly to Chicago. My boyfriend uh, had flown in to help me move across the country. My parents lived in Ohio. After making a pit stop there, we were on our way. Being broke at the time and wanting to save on tolls, we decided to take a toll-free route to land us in Philly. That in about 10 hours originally we were going to leave my parents place early and we got distracted and didn't leave until 4 p.m not a big deal i've driven from chicago to california hiked uh parts of the pct and the at by myself i was mostly bummed the sun would go down by the time we were and get to all the pretty foliage in the smokies now the route we picked essentially had you dipping in and out of west virginia and pennsylvania the parts of west virginia we were uh driving through was where home to mothman i was pretty excited about this Wait. Yeah. I think I just don't know geography. They're going from Philly to Chicago? Mm, yeah, moving to Philly to Chicago. So why are they in Pennsylvania? That's what I... I was like... I was just, <laughs> I'm not good at geography, okay? That's why I was like... I wait, can wait, be dead wait, wrong. Chicago to Philly. Still. But hold still, on. I'm looking up a map, everyone. <laughs> United States map. Yeah, I'll do the There's same one for kindergartners. <laughs> Just for me. All right. So, uh, well, that's a stretch. But why are they dipping down to? They're doing a roundabout. If you're going to Illinois, they went to Illinois, Ohio. They're headed to Philly. Oh, I guess they're going down. Down. Oh, but, wait, they're oh, they're yeah, in Chicago. Yeah. 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 Chicago okay. to Pennsylvania. All right. I I guess. They just dipped down for some reason. Okay. And then I guess. Okay. Sorry. I was, I just, in my brain was like, I'm bad at geography, but I'm confused. Um, so this person is saying that they like the scenic route. Da, da, da. Um, so. He, I told, wait, so I told my boyfriend 
open to Google to see if there's any scenic highways. Sure enough, he found one. Uh, and being the busy driver, I didn't bother to look at the GPS he showed and just followed his directions. I thought it was weird the GPS told us to get up a highway since normally these vistas are located right on the highway, similar to a rest stop. Whatever, we take the exit, turn down the dimly lit road, and it leads to a smaller mountain base. I find it strange that there aren't any other cars around. I see a rusty sign for or a, scen- a scenic out look or look out and it pointed us to what looks like a service road the road itself wasn't paved and the only other road leading off to it was gate both of us got a weird feeling i turned off the music because it was creepy quiet and my radio now it sounded like i was blasting from concert st- speakers we could hear every leaf my car was crunching underneath its tires after going half a mile down the road we got way too spooked and so i tried to make a three-point turn to get out of there at this point the hair on the back of my neck is standing up we drove 50 feet before we saw a tree laying across the road as we drove on Uh, me turning around maybe took two minutes and as i mentioned earlier things were so quiet that we both would have heard the tree falling down behind us um so panics took over and something told me we couldn't just sit there and think long and hard about what to do so my boyfriend said if he could lift one side of the tree and move it i had my brights on and was scanning the surrounding woods for any sight of movement i felt eyes on us but couldn't see anything the tree didn't appear to be old it literally was as if someone knocked it in front of us as soon as my boyfriend got out of the car the first thing i did was i told him i loved him and i locked the car door <laughs> podcast can't see my reaction to that whole stretch of story but i am so stressed why just turn around and go turn around again just keep driving just don't stay still oh they're locked locked in the tree fell in front of behind them is there a gate in front of them yeah it was okay and so he's trying to move it and she he said i'll try to move it and she said love ya (laughs) see ya yeah you do that Floor it. I don't know what kind of car you're in, but I would just, I would risk it. Uh, she said, I know I'm an asshole. Thankfully, he was able to move the tree just enough for my car to squeeze through. And as soon as he got back, out of the car or back in the car we gunned it out of there i'm a spiritual person and believe that things in the woods uh things in the woods that we didn't want us to see my boyfriend the head and is an atheist but we did agree that something sinister was out there was it sinister if they were trying to keep you out though i feel like that's nice <laughs> that is nice they said you know what they also no. didn't abduct your boyfriend that you <laughs> sent out there to die <laughs> You like loved someone that much if you're like, you move that tree. Lock. <laughs> I feel like the real conversation would have been like, I'm driving. <laughs> like, you're in the passenger seat, baby. That's what you get. You gotta um, move the scary tree. But um, so this other one said, I used to live in the southwest corner of Missouri, an old railroad town that had quite a few uh, missing people here and there, mostly due, um, I don't know, so, uh, I lived in what we call a holler, as at the top of enormous uh, hills, the creek ran through, and it was mostly dry throughout the year, despite it being dry, living in what basically is a ravine makes the land and hills damp and misty, the woods surrounding our trailer were perpetually green year-round and thick, you could walk in one direction for 10 minutes and get lost, generally we kids used the creek bed for the path, as there were flat rocks around it that was easier to navigate than the viney lush forest floor. 
One day in the middle of the summer, I decided to go a walk in the woods. As usual, our red-nosed pit bull, Fatty, came along with us. The sun would set soon, and I was home alone a lot of the time, so no one was around to tell me not to go. I figured it was time before the sun set to walk to a certain point back. It was 7.30, and the sun usually set around 8.30, so I thought I'd be fine. The minute I started trekking through the creek bed, my pit bull started whining. He wouldn't leave my side and was reluctant, uh, stopping here and there to smell the air looking behind us. I figured that there was an animal in the area, and I didn't worry too much. There was a point in the creek bed where I would duck... Uh, under two fallen trees and it sort of made oh gosh I lost my place sort of was a bridge in the middle of the creek and acted as a turnaround point for most of our walks my dog was still whining and I began to wonder if maybe a bear was following us but for some reason I kept walking (laughs) all right Um, I ducked under the tree shushed my dog and stopped listening to the woods surrounding us I heard nothing heard literally nothing no wind no snapping of trees that's like a very common thing that you don't hear anything you don't smell anything um not even birds even on calm days when the winds uh no when the wind the woods were usually teeming with sound and life nothing was ever still but now and I felt my stomach sinking Let's begin. That's when I began to feel really weird. My body felt queasy, uh, and it was a distinct feeling that I was being watched. Um, I had similar feelings when I was watched by a bear before. That's <laughs> all right. Good. Glad we. <laughs> oh God. Um, Every time I had uh, experienced an animal watching me that could potentially hurt me, I had immediately turned around and gone home. Uh, my dog always alerted to me this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was. <laughs> How many uh, times, friend? How many times? I just want to know. At least they know what a mountain lion is. Yeah. <laughs> uh. uh said my dog usually alerted by barking or growling but not this time fatty was scared and trembling i had seen this dog get hit by a truck before and get up like nothing but he was terrified <laughs> what in the world the life this person lives <laughs> i believe him i don't know i don't know about the other ones you know like could yeah. be could be not the first one i'm like really on the fence the second yeah. one, I'm like, it seems like it, like, it could have happened. I feel like it could happen, but supernatural, I don't know. Maybe just they just got spooked. Yeah. This one, I'm like, I be- I'm all in. I don't know what's gonna happen. I wouldn't meet gonna- whoever wrote this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on, but you have my full faith because some of this stuff is just too much wild for me to even begin to think you're lying. I'm like, you know. I believe you because I don't think anyone else would have said this. Um, so he decided to go further into the woods. Um, he said, call it being an edgy teenager or whatever you want. <laughs> I'm getting like another, that's like, okay. So the things that we know that are normal in these are like, not normal, but like usual happenstance in these stories. No sound. Yeah. Just keep going. Keep pushing on. Hi. What the hell? Leave <laughs> people alone. Um, so he said there was no sound, but I felt something calling to me, luring deeply in the woods. It was the creepiest feeling in my life, but I was so curious. I wanted to know what wanted me to wander further ahead. <laughs> I walked forward and aware that my dog had firmly planted himself in the falling trees. He was shaking all over and yelping at me as I walked away. Uh 
it, but he wouldn't come with me. He also didn't leave, which I think potentially saved my life. I left Fatty behind and eventually got to the part of the creek that I'd never been to before. The clearing, uh, it was a clearing with a ring of trees surrounding it, the creek stretching far ahead and going around an unseen corner. The sun hadn't moved and it was all silent. I stood for a minute and considered turning around. The clearing was creepy and felt devoid of everything. I couldn't explain it. I felt if I had walked around the corner, which was 100 feet away, something terrible would happen happen it felt like something was just waiting for me to walk in unsuspecting i brushed it off as paranoia i had plenty of sunlight oh my god (laughs) i had plenty of sunlight left and i could explore for a little bit besides if something was drawing me further in it further me in i might find something amazing i took a couple of steps and i heard my dog yelping frantically behind me startled i turned around quickly my dog was looking like a little a uh, speck far behind, back in the trees. He was pacing back and forth at a spark, barking like it would kill him if he didn't take off running. He kept lunging forward and wouldn't move any distance further. I realized that something was very wrong. I turned around to look back at the clearing. It was pitch black outside. Seconds ago, there was sun, not even close to going down below the horizon. Now there are stars out. No sun, no light. I, start, I stared hard at the tree around the corner, seeing nothing but elongated shadows. I heard a twig snap. All of a sudden, my ears started to ring and panic flooded my whole body. I whipped around and shot back towards the fallen trees, sprinting towards my dog. He was snarling and barking like mad. I ducked under the trees. Both of us sprinted towards the house. The entire time I felt like I had death at my heels. Fatty never once ran ahead of me, staying right by my side the entire day. I made it home and I checked the clock. During the walk that usually took 10 minutes, I was gone three hours. I left my house at 7.30 and arrived home at 10.30. My parents were due home in an hour. The next day, I walked only partway back to where I could see the clearing. The farthest I could walk was about two miles and it took three hours to this day i never uh felt so preyed upon in the woods the woods are not part of national parks but if you walk 10 minutes or so you reach mark twain national parks people go missing there often and seeing as the woods could be impossible to navigate after dark and has large hollows in the middle of the woods people roll into and get stuck i don't know what wanted me in the woods that day i didn't see what it was and it said nothing to me but i ignored every natural instinct i had to run until it was almost too late um yeah First of all, Daddy's the best dog ever. Yeah. Second of all, all these people have stamina that I could never. They're like, I ran all the way home. I'm like, I'm at the end. I'm like three houses down. And if I run all the way home, I'm going to die. I can't. I couldn't. I I have to. um, If I was ever. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this. I can run very far. I, I don't know. I mean, like, an emergency situation, I guess, like, you can run, but, like, I still, uh, running's the worst. I don't think I could do it. I was, after I broke my, or my leg, whatever, I was, I came to a party and had a cane, and this guy was like, oh my gosh, what happened to your leg? This guy I knew from high school, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, it's, whatever I can't run marathons anymore, and he said, oh, I'm so sorry, and, like, I've never run a marathon, I run, like, a 10-minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i was really good at running for a little while i was like this has been a while but i was like pretty good and i always wanted to time my mile but then like i, I never did it and then i got out of practice of running and then um like uh, like kind of like the middle of covid we like me and some friends like we're hanging out outside and it was like at a high school so there was like a track nearby and I like went and looked. And I was like, how many times around this is a mile? I was like, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> like, yeah, in high school? Oh my God. 
Well, it was like, this was like recently. Yeah. I, I'm out of practice now, but I was just like, there's no way I could run a mile. There is. Yeah. It's sorry. I, this is bad. I feel like maybe I won't name names, but someone in my high school, a teacher, he married one of his students the year after she graduated. Um, yeah. And she would come. I don't know if she had a job or not. And she was young. She was probably like 24 at this point. Um, but she used to like just spend all her time running around our track. And the teacher was attractive. So all the like a lot of the girls at the high school had an issue with her and like would like make fun of it was just a whole thing it's bad sorry it was dark part but I yeah I think we had not like kind of a similar situation we had a teacher I think he was a sub he might have been a teacher I'll have to ask my sources but he was like attractive and I think he ended up with a student too like after they graduated it's always oh we we started dating after I was like okay Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's all I uh I I also like I don't know. Yeah. I it's weird cuz you're not 18 until after you're out of college. Yeah. Or I mean out of high school. Unless you were born earlier like January, but you're still like freshly 18. Yeah. It's weird cuz I was I've I don't yeah. I mean it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. But I was going to say like I feel like there are teachers though who like when I was in high school Yes. Seemed old, but now that I'm like my age yeah. now, I'm like, oh, you are not old. But also like to me, okay, I think like you have uh, absolutely wait till someone's after 18. But I don't think like age gaps are such a big deal, except for I do think like life cycles are a big deal. Like yes. I could probably date somebody like within like six or seven years of me, but mm-hmm. like right now I don't want to date anyone that young. Because no. I'm like, they're in college. <laughs> like, I can't date someone who's in college right now because I just can't handle that. But yeah. like, so, so yes, it is weird that people date people out of high school, teachers dating people out of high school, because you are in different, one, you need to make sure that they are legal. And two, they are in different life no. patterns than you. So it's yeah. just like. I think uh, once you're anyone over the age of 25 is like, because your prefrontal cortex has developed. Yeah. Yes. Like, if you want to date a 40 year old, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in that, I'm in yeah. that of mind where I'm like, if you're in the same, like, if you life, could realistically have a PhD by your age, go date whoever you want. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I'm just like masters. yeah anyone who can who can be on the same life cycle as you I feel yeah. like well all of my celebrity crushes are like 47 like that's like like yep. if you're not 20 years older than me I'm not interested it's really true I'm like none of the young actors I'm like I don't nope but I mean <laughs> Sebastian Stan, if you're a fan of the podcast. (laughs) Uh, I'm not attracted to Chris Evans, but he's allegedly, I think it's just a fan rumor about the Selena Gomez thing, because, like, every article I'm reading, like, people have said this on Twitter, but we have no proof. Like, the pictures. (laughs) But someone, I think it's because we have round faces, but someone in high school said I look like her, so I'm like, I could bag Chris Evans. (laughs) 
I mean, Chris Evans, if you're a fan of the podcast. Um, but yeah. So whatever. I have a crush on Ted Lasso from Ted Lasso. It's Jason Segus. He's 48, and my mom was like, "Why is every?" First of all, they're all like must like like I was obsessed. Everyone who listens to podcasts, I was obsessed with Pedro Pascal for like eight months, and now I've gone to like another forty-eight year old man with a mustache. It's like the only. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, Star Wars. Well, they just have so many hunky boys. Like, why? They said, "Do you want some dilfs and milfs?" We got, we have it. Have them in space. <laughs> I am. Look. Yeah. Out there my mom was <laughs> <laughs> upset because she loves Oscar Isaac because he's salt and pepper she assumed he was like in his mid-50s and she's 60 so she was like okay and then she's like she's 41 I could be his mother like that's not okay <laughs> you guys are in the same life cycle Teresa <laughs> you can get Oscar Isaac if you want <laughs> Um, sorry. Oh, gosh, I'm like really hot. I'm wearing like, I know. Warm sweater. Um, so let's see. This one says, um, my partner and I are avid hikers. Last July, we were on a trip and decided to camp at our spot near uh, west of Sedona. It's quiet, uh, off the beaten path, and often it has a spectacular view. Um, so on the first day of the trip was nice and uneventful. Um, they answered because of the humidity, which, yeah, I, oh man, moving to Maryland is like the humidity. I can't handle it. Um, we we went to Colorado for a week. It was like uh-huh. so nice. It was like 50s, 60s and like not humid when it was about to rain even. And then I came back here and it was like 80. It's hot. I'm like so wet. Everything. Just... The only time you get relief is when it's raining yeah. or like cold. I can't wait for winter and like real fall here. Yeah. It's awful. I could the only person Josh is one of his sisters once said, uh, she's talking about the South and she's like, At least it's a wet heat. I was like, You're the only person that I know who's ever a wet heat. It's terrible. Uh, so many levels. <laughs> um I mean, she's allowed to have that opinion. I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was the wrong one. Just kidding. <laughs> He's gonna do this and be like, what the heck? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if you're like not used to it, you're like, oh, this is kind of like a novelty, but it'll mess your hair up. Makes you sweaty. I, my, yeah. I also can't breathe when I'm in the humidity. It's like not um asthmatics or not supposed to live in the I bring that up to Josh because I don't really like living in Maryland. I was like, you're trying to kill me. Like I can't breathe. <laughs> like, um Okay, right, so whatever they're talking about. Da, da, da. So this most of the spots were taken. Uh, it, say, they had one tent near them. There was a young woman, I guess, in her late teens, setting up a backing backpacking tent, and there was a truck and a smaller car in a parking area. We parked and stopped getting our started getting our gear. The woman approached us, asked if we knew where the trailhead were. I told her we had read that it branched out about a hundred yards, we weren't sure. I was getting a weird vibe from the place and I was kinda hoping she would stick around and go with us to find it, but she thanked us and took off. We set off and walked up and down a, f- a few of the trails until we could find a walking path. We saw two of the ATVs shoot by us at one point, but otherwise didn't encounter anyone else, including the woman from earlier. It took us about an hour 
tower to get to the top of the mountain where the fire tower was, and it's an old metal structure you have to climb uh, a narrow set of stairs to get atop of. We got up, looked around, took some pictures, and started heading down. Honestly, the view was a letdown. Halfway down, and very suddenly, everything stopped. The birds, the bugs, the dead, and it was dead silent. I don't know how quite to put it into words, but it felt like the ancientness of the forest was controlling and crushing us. I felt trapped, and in spite of the expanse around us, my partner and I looked at each other, and we started to book it out of there. We started running as fast as we could to the car, but the feeling was only following us. We were rounding around on the switchbacks when we heard an unearthly shriek, like a cross between metal on metal and a choir screaming off key, and we saw something. We got a glimpse of it before we broke out. I don't know how to describe it other than a huge, it was huge despite clearly not taking up much physical space and moved in flashes. It didn't have any color. It just felt like evil and emptiness. I only, probably only perceived it for about half a second and my memory completely gave away. We came, when we came, when we came to, we were sitting in the car. Two hours had passed, double the length of the time it took us to get there. I don't know if we lost consciousness or somehow blocked those hours out. I learned later the exact same thing happened to my partner. Both of the cars next to us were in the parking lot, and there was still just two tents at the campsite. The woman wasn't in hers, and it looked exactly the same as she had left it. I think about her all the time and spent a ton of time trying to figure out if someone went missing around the time of our trip. It took a few months for my partner and I to talk about that day. Some of the stories I posted here made me feel less alone and we love to hike but we haven't been able to visit the Appalachian Forest since it happened too many spooky <laughs> things going on in the east coast yeah because well, I keep I, I know TikTok like listens to you like oh you like this here's more of this but I keep coming across stories of people from the Appalachian uh, area and talking about how you never go to the forest and if someone if you hear your name no you didn't that's what they keep yeah. saying a bunch of that people. I, I've seen a bunch of those TikToks too. And I like, I'm equally curious and equally like I am not going to look at that because I don't want to know. Like the less I know, the better. Yeah. I just can't do it. But ugh, it is spooky. It, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Um, let's see. Sorry. I don't think I could go camping for multiple reasons. One, because I <laughs> just don't think I could do that. But two, because I'd be scared. And three, like, but but for like, well, like not only cryptids, but like real people. I would be afraid of like, just oh, like yeah. real people oh, who are yeah. out there. Oh. That was like my, I mean, I've told, told this story a million times about like what something was circling our tent in Joshua Tree and touching and trying to find zippers from our and it was on again off again throughout the night and I thought to myself if I die I die this is how I'm going out I guess because I was so tired I was trying to keep watch of what was happening and nothing I mean whatever I tell it whatever I've said whatever (laughs) Josh's friends who are campers I bring you guys up all the time angrily (laughs) <laughs> they just missed the story and I was like you should call them and Josh like please guys you need to apologize like, <laughs> he hasn't done that but he keeps pretending like she hasn't stopped talking about this <laughs> like, I mean again even if it is like a even if it's not supernatural even if it's a person it's still horrifying like they told him and he told them that story was that happens all the time at campsites is it is that what happens all the time 
Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Oh my god. I just oh god. It's too spooky. It is too spooky. Um sorry, there's there's just two more. No. Um let's see. Uh um so last summer they were in uh Route Medicine Bow National Park, Colorado. I like campgrounds in the off season when it's not crowded. My girlfriend and I, uh that's our favorite federal campsite. Um so it's also uh, you need to cross the mountain to the park range to get there. So the campground is only open a few months of the year, and it's looking 10,000 uh, feet. Average snowfall is 30, 350 inches, so it's usually snowed in. Um, so you, they're talking about, like, you have to put $12 in an envelope and drop it off because it's a federal campground. Um, so we we're the only people there, no hosts or other campsites anywhere, so we're stoked to have the place for ourselves. Again, I would just I feel like you need people in your campsite yeah I Uh, I feel like both ways I'm like (laughs) I want people there because I would be like good there's other people but I'd also be like who the hell are you people (laughs) (laughs) um so I did the usual uh truck camping setup with the tent firewood cooler books and other items we couldn't carry we wouldn't carry backpacking walk around the camp ground and see anyone the entire time which was a little strange but not concerning built a fire and sat around enjoying the evening gorgeous fall weather with fall trees and crunching when you walk those of you who camp know the sound of the fire the trees rustling in the wind it's my favorite season in the woods and it's just an average night everything uh, eventually we tried to attend i don't know what time it was it was our big trunk a uh, camping tent, not a small backpacking tent, so we could move around some laying in the tent reading. Uh, my girlfriend fell asleep before me, um, so that no other uh, should say there was an, is no other vehicle that could pull into this place and not be heard because it was so peaceful listening to the trees blow and thinking about what a privilege it is to be there. This guy is too grateful for uh, life. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. Fall's fine, and so are campfires, and I guess it's pretty. I, I again, though, I feel like at least, like, I kind of believe him because I feel like he's like, I did have a great time. Like, <laughs> even there was something weird that happened. I loved it. I yeah. loved every minute. It's like it was great. Um, Wide awake and not tired enough for sleep. I uh, got up a few times to check the fire embers. Something probably, if, uh, uh, sometime probably after midnight, I was laying in my sleeping bag reading, and I heard something walking around. There are deer, elk, uh, moose, lions, and bears moving around in the fall, so I wasn't alarmed. No grizzlies in Colorado since the 70s, at least that's what people think. Some scientists disagree and say that there could be a remaining few. Black bears don't scare me, unless they're aggressively. <laughs> I was about to be like, okay, but there are black bears. But why? I'm sorry. I love bears, okay? They're my favorite animal, okay? I desperately wanted to see a black bear when I was in Colorado. But if I were camping, that feeling would change. I I love bears, but I would always be terrified of them. Everyone's really cavalier in this subreddit when they're like, they're like, animals watch me. The bears are around. Whatever. <laughs> I need to hang I'm out with them. Are you scared? <laughs> like losers? Um, yeah. um, so he sat reading and listened carefully. Could hear the leaves blowing, but something was walking in the leaves. It was getting closer to the tent, and I realized it was bipedal. Immediately, fear uh, was different than what I described in the previous... Inc- wait. What previous incident? I don't know. But, 
I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, I don't know what he's talking about. He's saying that there was a previous incident where he was scared and he was shaking, sweating, and fleeing. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what he was referring to. All right. Okay. Maybe I don't believe this guy anymore. Uh, And he said, (laughs) this time I froze, couldn't breathe, heart beating out of my chest like uh, I'm hiding, trying not to move or make a sound. As I heard it walking towards the tent, unmistakably walking on two legs. um, I never considered waking up my girlfriend, terrified and calm rather than panic by laying there, trying not to move until taking a deep breath, considering what is walking around the tent. I, all I knew that different, I, we all know different people, size people walk on dry. Um, the creature walking around the tent was huge. I could tell by the footsteps and I was petrified. I didn't have a gun. I did have a good sized knife and I held on to it. Um, now this is where it gets terrifying as if it wasn't already. I was laying there waiting for this <laughs> mother effort to leave hoping i could hear whatever it was walking away from the tent and the campsite now it gets closer hearing it walking towards the tent i'm breathless with fear literally wanting for some waiting for something to grab us paralyzed with fear all I, as i remember i couldn't move getting out of the tent was never an option the moon was relatively full so when it approached i saw a huge shadow of a creature standing up through the tent fabric could hear it breathing through the tent i stand directly above looking uh, above looking at me through the tent it was without doubt bipedal stood over me for a few minutes then i heard it walk away from the campsite back to the wilderness couldn't sleep listened to all night until sunrise didn't tell my girlfriend right away until we started packing up our stuff and getting out of there looked around and didn't see any footprints but the leaves were thick to the ground so it couldn't be easy to see packing up i noticed still no one was in the campsite i still i know it wasn't a deer elk moose lion or bear it could have been a big man but i don't know where he came from and where did he go i know it wasn't a man uh it didn't want to harm us i know this because i was vulnerable and it could have easily killed us i thought about <laughs> all right all right sound logic i i mean is it not just a big foot it's not yeah, just I think, a big foot i think it's just a big foot yeah, the the he's just and then he just asked like, what do you guys think? I he says I'm sure that some people will say it's a man, but it wasn't a man. It was not a man. No man. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um. And then this last one, I don't remember any of these stories, so who knows what this one was. Um. I so I feel like sometimes <laughs> I'll do research and it's like so long between. I'm like, what was this again? <laughs> Um, so this person said, so when I was at 10, I was over at my cousin Gwen's house. She was also about 10. It was a hot June day at about 9 a.m. We decided we wanted to go play in the woods. Not abnormal for us. We love being outside. For contest, she lives down uh, the private lane with seven other houses, all inhabited by old people. She was the only child along with, she was the only child along with her older brother who lived on down this lane. It was a really historical area where a train used to come through. And although the trucks were gone, you could see her yard where it, where they used to be. Her house was a big factory. Um, they had lots of creepy encounters inside the house, but that's a story for another day. Today is about the woods. <laughs> is that, They're never a story for another day. You guys are just like the news articles. That, that's like, as you know, as you this has already happened. I'm like, I don't. Um, the entrance of the woods it's across the road from our house like 20 feet away from the driveway no cars could get into the woods it, that will be important later we had played in the woods so many times and it, it's an isolated section where if on a normal day you'd walk 20 minutes in any direction you'd get hit 
you are going to hit the road, someone's yard, or development of a McMansion. We followed the usual path into the woods and come to a Y intersection. We had been to this part many times and we walked the dogs there and went on walks with the ant play together, normal stuff. To the left of the Y intersection is a stream that you cross, and the other side of the stream was a path uh, continues around the bend. To the right of the Y leads you deep into the woods. We saw footprints of big boots in the mud and wanted to follow them, so we did. Gwen and I cross the stream and <laughs> come around the bend, as we've done many times before. But this time we see a gravel driveway leading up us to an old cabin. There was an old woman sweeping the porch and a man standing next to us uh, in an old pickup truck, like from the 50s. This man had a uh, blonde buzz cut, tall, probably 6'5", wearing a tank top and light blue cropped denim shorts, large boots covered in mud. I will never forget his outfit. Yeah, um, the- <laughs> I'd say. How old are these kids? They're 10. Oh my god. Why Uh, are you just like going up to strangers when you're 10? But also, I don't don't know. I wouldn't be afraid of these people. He's wearing crop shorts. He's fine. Yeah, he's wearing crop shorts. I like that. I like the fit. Yeah, me too. Um, But the woman points at the cousin and me, and the man turns around and starts chasing us. (laughs) He's just having a goof. (laughs) I mean, he's. He's just, they're going to invite you in for some snacks in a minute. Um, we run away across the stream and then come to the Y. We didn't even look to see if the man was still chasing us. We just felt surprisingly calm and happy for what had happened. Keep in mind, my my cousin and I had talked about what happened so many times, and we keep asking why we weren't scared about being chased. So Gwen and I push forward and... <laughs> he was just having a laugh. They were going to invite you in. It was just a funny thing that they thought it would be fun. Your 10-year-old kids who followed his boot prints. He's probably trying to teach you a lesson. Yeah, and it didn't work. They said, that was fun. Anyway, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> Find some more friends. Um, so Gwen and I push forward and follow the right trail and go further in the woods. Marching on the path of the woods, turn a wide, easy walkway to an intricate pathways. I mean, it looked like someone had perfectly measured the height of the grass um and had made it so it was neatly kept uh the pathway was narrow i remember at one point the air had a beautiful golden glow to it and everything looked so crisp with drops drops of drew i was so happy and having the best time we found a turtle box in the pathway uh, a box turtle on the pathway and carried him with us (laughs) you probably like that um this is where it gets i remember the story this story is um this is where it gets really weird for me and i actually get emotional when i tell a person about it because it's so weird what i saw the pathway turned into a hallway i mean a perfectly square hallway with a ceiling of vines and bark pressed together yet there was still light a glow looked misty the grass was taller here maybe around my ankle i remember feeling like silk touching me the hallway opened up uh, and i could see uh perfectly silky grass Let's see. Um, And then on the right side of the room was an old pickup truck. I remember it red. Gwen remembers it right, white, and it was running. All the lights were on and the doors were open. The bed of the truck was open. The bed of the truck had a long wooden planks and black trash bags full of I don't know. So like any normal 10-year-old, we decided to climb up in the truck with the turtle and played in there for a while. (laughs) God. All right, another thing I'm getting from these stories. They just have no boundaries, these people. They're like, my, yours, what's yours is mine. I'll follow you. 
even though you don't want to be followed. I'll get into your clearing truck, hallway, etc. Your scenic overlook. I'm just coming in. (laughs) Oh my god. Boundaries. Um so they remember we after we played a while, uh Gwen and I got out of the truck with our turtle. Um Neither of us really remember walking along the trip. <laughs> He's like stuck in another dimension now, this turtle. <laughs> All because they fucked around and displaced him from his home. Um, <laughs> neither of us really remember walking along the trail. Like, we don't remember what we talked about. We just remember that big things had happened that day. I do remember at one point we dropped our turtle friend off. The pathway had gone normal. With <laughs> Bye, turtle. <laughs> Hope you find your way out of the wormhole. Yeah. Um, crop there's hole, gonna be, uh, what? There's gonna be a turtle cryptid that comes up at some point <laughs> later. Okay, I'm just calling it right now. I don't know. I haven't done any research about it, but when it comes up, we know where it came from. Yeah. This is, don't pick up turtles and just. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they finally come to a wooden sign that's painted in black capital letters, Luke's Trail, and the arrow pointed further down the path. We remember being really excited about this, and we started cheering, we have to find Luke. (laughs) Oh my god, they're little Jedis. (laughs) (laughs) It's Yoda. It's Yoda trying to get him to find him. So we follow the trail and all of a sudden we have a very open patch of woods, like a big circle surrounding by trees and shrubbery. But the earth we were standing on was just dirt, no grass. We had no idea what direction we even came from. And it finally hit us. Where are we? How long have we been here? It felt like everything was spinning, even though I wasn't moving. Everything got so loud, like the birds are screaming. I even heard what sounded like cars driving by and I couldn't see a road. All of a sudden it was dead silent. Gwen saw a giant bird-like creature fly in the trees before us. I didn't see anything. I just saw its shadow. And after that, we don't remember a thing. All of a sudden, we were walking out of the woods. The sun was setting, walking uh, walking up to our, her mom's doorstep. We reached to grab the door, and in a moment, we looked at each other and started freaking out, screaming, how do we get home? What the hell was that? As if, uh, as if all the other odd events finally hit us. Like, it was really weird, and we didn't find it weird. We walked inside crying. We tell my sister and her brother everything that happened through tears. They accused us of lying, of course. Um, also, when we got back, it was 7 at night. We were gone for 10 hours. I'm a 24-year-old woman, an active hiker, and 20 minutes to every hike, I'm, like, dying for water. I have gone back with Gwen so many times to find out what the hell happened. We covered every inch of that place and nothing, not a single clue. Last, uh, the weird part, last summer back at my house, my sister and my two other colors, cousins Tyler and Mikey were playing in the cornfield that were surrounding my house. We rented an extremely ru- we. Yeah, rented an extremely rural area and lived in a house at the bottom of the hill, and the top was the family that we rented it from. They were farmers and planted crops all around us, so we were watching the corn grow. Uh, We were running through the cornfield, and all of a sudden, we hit an open patch. In the middle of the open spot, it was the same old pickup truck, running with its lights up and the doors open. I don't remember if there's anything in the bed of the truck, because I screamed and we ran home. Um, There's no... (laughs) First of all, nothing good in the corn. Except for corn itself, okay? (laughs) Second of all, she's like, I can't find a single clue. And then she finds one. She's like, no, gotta go. Also, you played in the truck bed for like how long last time, dude? An hour at least. I think you're safe. She also said that like 
I, I skipped, I was skimming over it, but she said that she was on, she didn't know what was in the black trash bags, but she was laying on them like they were beanbag chairs with her turtle. <laughs> God. Yeah, so that's, those are the, there's the, that's that. Yikes. True. Uh, mis- they all, I kind of believe, not all of them, but yeah. it's some of the 50-50. It depends. Yeah, I I agree. Um, some of them are like, some of them I, I do believe because I feel like it could also just be like your imagination at like hmm. not to not to discredit people because I, I also do think it could be supernatural. I've obviously yeah. I believe it's supernatural <laughs> thing, but it's like the one with like where they they're driving and the tree is fell. Like yeah, in some ways I'm like I could make something up in my mind to make myself like terrified in those situations. The tree is very weird, but like yeah. I do know that I could hype it up. So I'm like, yes, I think that could be true, supernatural or just like yeah, so scaring yourself. Yeah. Um. But and I I think other ones are like could be true too. But I'm also sometimes like we're getting a little too many. <laughs> it's- yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had this conversation before where it's like, okay, you also need to workshop this a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Less is more. Yeah. 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 I'm and also going to say, I think, like, the one that stressed me out the most was the car one. And, yeah, like, yeah. truly nothing happened. Like, yeah. Nothing was going on, really, in that story. But I was like, oh my, like, the most stressed out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. Just so, just, just, before we were writing these stories, um, yeah, no, this just in general with horror. Like, I read ugh, this book called My Best Friend's Exorcism. I was on Book Talk, and I was like, I'll, I'll get it from the library. So I rented it, or whatever, the audiobook. It was disgusting. It was, it was, they're making a movie of it, and it was the most disgusting book. Disgusting. Sorry, I just like dropped from that book. It was disgusting. It was. I am a disgusting book, but I don't recommend it. Yeah, I I'm interested in reading some book talk books, but I just haven't gotten around to it. But I I do every now and then. I'm like, I'll save, I'll favorite of TikTok specifically because I'm like, I'm gonna come back to this. I got really into the I can't remember the Wicked King young adult. Fiction elf. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like run downstairs because Josh was Josh works at home mostly, and I was like, "So the king just died." (laughs) So (laughs) Josh is like, "Okay, he said, you know, yeah, the elf royalty secession line get laid on me, just like." And I was like, "All right, so (laughs) it's a little complicated." (laughs) God bless the people who. put up with our, <laughs> our like synopses of yeah session Some, most people don't have my mom zones out she'll like listen for a little and then yeah. say okay as, fair enough. as i told you earlier my mom will will actively listen which is very it's very sweet but i'm also like i know that this is just painful for you but like i can't stop 
<laughs> I gotta tell you everything I know about Bad Batch. Yeah, way to. I know that it bothers people, though. It's, it's, I I feel like I come out uh like a know it all sometimes with that was Josh made me laugh. We were, I we got a lunch with a friend a few like two weeks ago or something, and I talk about Cobra Kai a lot, but I have like because of work. Yeah. I, it's it's a fine show like I but it's not it's not gen it's not something I'm actually obsessed with but uh the person we were with was talking about the show The Boys and I explicitly said Elizabeth Shoes in that because she's from The Karate Kid and then the person we were with was like who's Elizabeth Shoe and I was like oh she plays Allie Mills for The Karate Kid Josh you don't <laughs> mind her like everything just has to go back to The Karate Kid The Karate Kid this Karate Kid that like <laughs> yeah but. I I I will say like I feel the same way in some regard. Like my my brother's friend, he's he's my friend too. But he came over one day and we were talking about the Bad Batch. And, like everybody I talk to hates it. I really like it, <laughs> but everybody else hates it. I understand, okay. Everyone who's gonna leave hate and <laughs> for whatever reason in the comments ever, I get it. Yeah. But I like it. And so like we were talking and I was just like. I feel like I just like go into this whole thing because no one will ever talk to me about it. Even if they don't <laughs> like it, I'm like, please, I'll talk to anybody. This yeah, I'll watch it. How many episodes are there? I'll watch uh, it so you can talk to someone about it. <laughs> Thank you. There's, there's not that many. I mean, relative, like, I think like 16, I think. Oh, but there's more than that. Yeah, I know. I was like, it's less than 24. 30 minutes? Yeah, the first okay. one's an hour, but all the other ones are like 20 something minutes or whatever. So. Or no. Do what? Did the season end or no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they're cleared for a second season, though. That oh. sucked. The, and the season finale sucked so bad. I understand. So like, bad. Aren't they just going to, you know, I don't think they have a positive ending. Yeah, I mean, well. It, it happens after Order 66, so. Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. okay. So, I mean, it, it's like episode one, like within the first five minutes. So oh, I don't okay. think that's really a spoiler. But. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I thought it was like preparing. No, it, it's after Order 66, but they are like, that's like the whole thing is that they're like defective clones. So like right. their chips like. Got it. Okay. Don't work, but. It gets crazy I, at the I end. Or like, there was some character I I don't remember. I won't say who it is because it's spoiler. But people are like, his head always hurts, and you're like, oh god, yeah. The way I could scream. <laughs> this is exactly what I got in the argument with my friend about because he was like, no, 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 and I was like, it's bad writing. It's bad writing, no matter which way it is. <laughs> it was like, oh my god. I was like, I'm so mad. So anyway, everybody, if you don't like the character, this is a spoil-free right now, but, like, if you don't like that character, you're being a jerk. <laughs> I will protect him. He's not my favorite character by any means, but yeah. I am upset he deserves better. <laughs> All clones deserve better. He's, I know he's not a bad batch. Why can't I remember his name? Rex is going to be in the Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be interesting. That okay. guy, guy, I can't remember his name, but the guy who plays Boba and Jang, uh, Django, and he's making bank. He's like playing like a million well, characters. T- Tamura Morrison is like 
the face, but apparently there's a guy, D. Bradley, who does the voice, the voice of every yeah, clone. Yeah, yeah. That guy, the, yeah. The credits are like just his name. That guy is making bank. It has to be. I heard he's very nice. He keeps coming up on my TikToks, understandably I, so. I, I see him at like Comic Cons. Yeah. And like, or I don't, I don't go to Comic Cons, but like signing. Yeah. I can't. Oh, I'm. I'm so I might interview people from Cobra Kai because the season's coming up, but I just I'm I can I can act cool I can act I've interviewed celebrities not to brag but I've yeah. interviewed it's gone fine but when I'm in a situation where I want a celebrity to sign something where I'm not in a professional setting like a comic con there's something that happens where I say <laughs> stupid shit like I just I went to a book signing with the guy who did Perks of Being a Wallflower Stephen Shabatsky I think his name is. And then he, he wrote the script version of Rent, which I used to be a big fan of as a kid. So I he went up to get my book signed. And I said, I just wanted to tell you that I really loved your adaptation of Rent. And he said, me too. I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've told me these stories before. And I will say, though, I don't think it's your fault. Like, I think a lot of these people are, like, just not being good. <laughs> like gracious people just, well, the, I have a massive beef with the the cake guy I can't remember his name uh, not cake boss ace of cakes duff hmm. for me cakes I don't know if you ever watched that but it was it's like a cooking show and they have a place in Baltimore Maryland that's where like the sh- and I loved it because they were kind of all like alt goth they had like a lot of Edgar Allan Poe cakes and I was like a goth 14 year old like wow this is the dream and then I went to, they opened a bakery in Los Angeles. I went and he was there and I was like, oh my God, it's Duff from Ace of Cakes. And so I went up and I was like, hey, could I get your picture? Like, I love that show. And he said, yeah, just, just give me a second. And then he took a picture and he looked so pissed in the picture. It was like on a digital camera that I took. And I was like, okay. The cooking best cupcakes I've ever had though I will say so <laughs> I just think that they need to be a little bit more gracious but even like personally I don't think I could like as as I said I think a lot of people on TikTok are like D Bradley is like one of the nicest people like he's like really gracious very nice but I don't think I sorry no, I just no, I... don't think I could like be perceived by somebody yeah. <laughs> I mean like I don't want you to know that I <laughs> I saw I don't usually go up to celebrities if I see them. Uh, the, I don't know. I talked to, the Jeff Goldblum was interesting, that was story. But he was just strange. It's a little strange. I went to see him perform jazz once, and I just thought he was going to perform jazz. And then he walked up to everyone and asked every single person there what kind of cheese he would be if you had to cut. And he'd say, wrong answer, if you did, like, something he didn't like. Good, right. good. I mean, it's interesting. I think I would like that better. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I don't know. I would I would want to tell people like what they like. Again, like Sebastian Stan, I would say like Bucky He's Barnes. Oh, no, he seems friendly. Yeah, and I I think like Winter Soldier, especially like was that was important. That was an important character for me in my life. <laughs> but I don't think I like. To me, I'm like one side of me is like. I I think I should, like if I met him I would want to tell him that like it's important. Yeah. But I was like on the other hand I'm like absolutely not. 
I would never say that because it would be embarrassing for everybody. So I'm, I don't know. I, I get it. I understand. I'm, I really uh, envy people who are able to do that, but I just like, I just don't think I could ever meet my idols because I would just. Yeah. I also wouldn't want to be disappointed. Like I just, I met the guy, he wasn't mean, but he was like not, I went to a book signing with the guy who did this Scott Pilgrim thing. So like a big fan in high school and he was like fine. Like, it yeah. just, like, seemed, like, not super happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. I, I get that. Like. Yeah. I, I also wouldn't want, like, something to be ruined for me <laughs> just because of people are terrible. So. Yeah. I don't know. This is. I met, I met Garfunkel and Oates, the, the shorter one in the bathroom. She was really nice. I love that. <laughs> I, I, I like a list of every celebrity I've ever like bad. <laughs> I feel like Emily Emily in Paris. She gave me such a dirty look at the farmers market because she thought I was gonna talk to her and I wasn't. If this is before, this was like ten years ago, and I was oh, oh. I, I looked at her because I was like, you look really familiar in my head, and then she gave me a very very dirty look, and I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched. Family in Paris. So that's. I I get it. Like it has to be also annoying for like people to always keep coming up to you. But also at the same time, like. I don't know. To me, I'm like, I don't think they deserve to get hounded the way that they do. Oh, yeah. But like also. Like this is your career. <laughs> yeah, I if I I mean, maybe I wouldn't like the popper. I understand like paparazzi harassing. Yeah. If, like don't make it a scene. If you exactly. want to do like a selfie, be and don't like film people without their consent either. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But if I could have that amount of money, that I would, I would be okay with yeah. having to talk to people. Yes, that's exactly what I. That's exactly yeah. how I feel. Like, especially if, reality star people. I don't know. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like paparazzi, bad. How yeah, people, yeah. bad. Yeah. Like yeah. all that, I agree with. But yeah, if it's like a person who is literally just like, hey, I loved you in that. Like, yeah. I watched this and it spoke to me. Like, yeah. what an ass. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. That's just my opinion, though. Like, what an yeah. asshole for you to be like, <laughs> I don't like you. Yeah. You make so much more than those people probably will ever make you. I know. So I, right now I'm on a Harry Styles kick, which is a little hard because I'm also on a Jason Sudeikis because I understand Olivia Wilde right now. I'm like, yeah, that's a <laughs> tough call. <laughs> like, um, Josh is like, they look similar. And I was like, do they? Uh, their hairlines are kind of similar and they're like tall and lanky. So I, okay. anyway, but he like does really good crowd work. And I was like, he like interacts with everyone who has signs and stuff, and I was like, "This is yeah, yeah I'm a Styles fan now." Yeah, I I don't know much about him as a person, but I definitely like I didn't really ever pay attention to him. And then that last album, I was like, I'm <laughs> into this. So now I feel like I'm much more like aware of Paris. And this yeah. is like off subject, but my cousin was like a huge fan of One Direction, and yeah. Harry Styles was her favorite. And then like one day she was like, Megan why do you dress like Harry Styles? <laughs> it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then we would like be in stores and she would like hold something up. She'd be like, do you like this? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, something that I think Harry Styles would wear. <laughs> she got you there. 
<laughs> so then another day we were like walking through and Michaela said something about like Rachel liking Harry Styles and yeah. Rachel's like no I'm a Niall fan now <laughs> and Michaela's like oh why and she's like well when your cousin starts looking like Harry Styles you gotta reevaluate." so sorry Rachel for <laughs> What I think I was a we were like I think your cousin's a similar age to her, but I was like I feel like we were a little older to yeah. like be the like my friend's little sister was really into One Direction and she's like five years yeah and she, now she's a full on lady at I saw her at a wedding and she was like drinking and it's like Love that's that. I babysat you I'm very <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was in high school I mean Rachel was so. I don't know. Yeah. I was. I don't know what I was listening to. Who knows? Something. Something probably I didn't really like and just thought it sounded uh, cool. That was my. <laughs> <laughs> I was a uh, in high school. I was listening to Lincoln Park. Okay. <laughs> I was an emo kid. Yeah. So. Well, I was. I, mean, I brought this up. I was emo in eighth grade I was like a goth in ninth grade and then I started watching Turner classic movies that switched to the 30s and 40s aesthetic but I don't understand well I will say okay I was like Linkin Park and like Evanescence like early probably like middle school to early high school feel like I was like a Mumford and Sons type of person there like towards the like senior year and Celtic women. That was when I went through my Celtic <laughs> women phase. <laughs> and then um like early college was uh was like my like freshman to 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 sophomore year was my like fifties. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so that was my fifties phase was like after high school. It was like when I was working at Starbucks. Or after college. Yeah. Oh, after okay. college. Yeah. So I was like the year so I took a two-year gap before I did the master's program so like those two years I was wearing like I had like the Betty Page I'm not sure what was but I love we love yeah no my mom had bought me some like clothes that I don't wear anymore because it's like pin-up rockabilly stuff and she's like you better never get so I still own that like I was like okay (laughs) I won't (laughs) you have to wait to fall back into the phase yeah, I mean, it ha- I mean, it happens, I guess. Happens for me all the time, so. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what phase I'm in right now, but. Uh, musically, I'm not in any phase. Well, Billy, I guess. Okay. TikTok music. Yeah, TikTok is the Shakira song. She Wolf is like stuck in my head. The my, little- <laughs> my brother's karaoke song is She Wolf. So. <laughs> um. Musically, that's my phase, but like life phase, I'm still in Star Wars hell forever. I'm just stuck yeah. here for the foreseeable future. I the Ted Lasso really grabbed a hold on me. I don't know why. I think it's I don't know. I like yeah. he, he's like a guy who has a tragic backstory, but he's like really nice, and I think I like that. <laughs> just like sad, yeah. sad dads. I like <laughs> I feel like that it like that is the worst part about getting like obsessed with a show is that like you don't know what it is that's gonna like yeah yeah look you and then you're all of a sudden you're like ah shit, here we go again 
because <laughs> well, like Star Wars is just everyone has like a dad problem, dad daddy issues, and like uh, this show is all of like every single guy on the show. It's like absentee dad, abusive dad, dad who dies in a bad way. Like, uh, I yeah, know. yeah. I mean, tragic boy, like tragic sad boys. And it's also like found hit me. Is a oh, thing. found family. Ted Lasso is too. Yeah, I, I will probably. <laughs> that will get me. He said found family. I'm you know, sorry. Or... What was that? Can you say that one more time? <laughs> yeah, I'll probably get attached to that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. But oh gosh, I'm really sweaty. But anyway, that was the missing <laughs> true story of the missing 411. 100% true. No, as my old roommate said in high, in college. I was talking about people lying, or I said, I don't know what I said. I was like, that can't be right. This was the college that I read. She said, who would lie on the internet? I was like, that's, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, my, it's my parents. They're very old. That's their favorite thing in the world is that commercial from long ago. And it's like, it's like, I'm a French French model or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's people lying on the internet. Well, I remember in yeah, yeah. eighth grade, I was really big into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know. Um, and I got into an argument with someone on YouTube <laughs> comment section because I had just read Anthony Kiedis, who's like a piece of trash, like he for a bunch of reasons. But I was 13. I was reading his autobiography and I was arguing with like a factual thing. I was right. OK, I was right. And this guy was arguing with me. And because it was old school and I was signed it into YouTube, that was my parents' email account. They were getting email notifications <laughs> back and forth. This like one guy and my parents had to sit me down. And my mom was like, this is how people get you. And my dad was like, that's not how it works. They don't. She, they can know where we live. I was like, no, no, no. They don't know where we live. Like, it's just just don't do that oh, anymore. But I, yeah, I really want to know how like internet safety talks if do they even exist anymore like how they go because i feel like kids growing up in the 90s like that's that safety is so wild to think about now like i never went on omegle but like everyone did i like i am i i talked to strangers when i was like 11 nothing bad happened but i could have uh yeah let's see i uh, i did I did Gaia Online, I think mm. was the name of it. And like everybody was doing like the ASL thing or whatever. And yeah. then somebody asked for my phone number and I didn't have a cell phone at the time. It was like our home phone. I gave it to the guy. I was like, why? <laughs> it scared the shit out of me forever. I was like, so I was like 11 too or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, like, I remember being a kid. This is like prime, like childhood stupidity. Yeah. But I was like, we got to move because I was like, if we move, our phone number changes. And I was like trying to convince my parents to move <laughs> for like a month because I was like, no. You know, there's an open house uh, in the town. Um, that's really funny. Yeah, uh, it's. Well, and then I also started talking in, on MySpace. I was really, <laughs> this is, I was really in the movie Butterfly Effect in, uh, like, freshman year of high school, maybe eighth grade, and I found, found this, the, the guy who played the younger version of Ashton Kutcher, who knows if that was him, 
they just had the same name. And I said, hey, are you the guy from Butterfly Effect? He said, yeah. And I said, cool. And then I, no, again, nothing bad happened, but there was like, who, was I actually messaging yeah. the <laughs> Butterfly Effect? Yeah. It, it's, I feel like there's so many instances of like, just poor, like me not knowing, like, yeah anything about the internet and my family not knowing anything about the internet you i mean yeah the the wedding i was at everyone was like 27 28 and everyone is in 29 between those age ranges and everyone was like we are so old but i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna be young forever (laughs) (laughs) you're already getting old (laughs) just by saying that The thing is, too, uh, no one knows my age, and I think it's because I have bangs in a round face. So I'm just going to ride on however old you think I am. That's my age. Well, I'm also going to be honest with you. I know we've had the conversation of how old you are. And just like a minute or two ago, I was like, wait, because I feel like I always think we're the same age, but I'm six months older than you. Okay, okay. About six months older. All right, so we are about the same age. Because I was yeah. like, I think Nicole is older than me, and I just never remember. <laughs> not my age either. Well, he he now does, but we had dated for about a year, and then it was my birthday, and he was like, "Happy twenty third birthday!" And I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> I'm twenty two. Wait, how old? This entire time you thought I was a year older? You never asked." And he said, "Why would I ask?" I was, okay. He has to keep, sorry, I have to go. His mom listens to this podcast, but hey, uh, sh- it was her birthday. This happened two years in a row where he thinks her birthday is like June, I can't remember her birthday now, but June 7th or something. And My so birthday. on June, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, but he'll text her on June 8th. This has happened twice in a row and he's forgotten that he did it before. Mom, I'm so sorry. Happy belated birthday. I'm the worst son ever. This is, I'm trash, like whatever. And then she'll text back, my birthday's tomorrow. This is <laughs> Look, my secret is that I put a Google alert or, not, or like a calendar alert in my phone yeah. and I say repeat every year and it's like 12 <laughs> p.m. like yeah. Everyone's get, so if you were my friend and you get like a text message at 12 p.m. on your birthday, it's because I straight up got that good that alert. <laughs> you have an automated. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, it's midnight at your your time. I'm sorry. I will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed that. We'll see you soon. Alrighty. See you soon. <laughs>